Hello everyone, my name is Jen Torres and I am a God, and so are you. Like many of you, I was raised to believe that if I just prayed hard enough, God would save me. As it turns out, that was actually true. I saved me. At the age of 15, I became pregnant with a beautiful baby girl who dropped in just in time to save my miserable life. This was my first awakening. This podcast is about all of the words and listening to those words to begin to envision what is possible. Because sometimes, as individuals, we feel we need to know everything, have it all together, and be everything all of the time. But that's why we live in a world filled with other people. Each person holds a piece of the puzzle. It's about being open to new information, new ideas, and new perspectives. We're going to talk about all of the topics surrounding what it takes for you to step into your God Goddess. Journey with me as we uncover all things living self-actualized and in your inherent divine God state. This podcast is about doing whatever it takes to develop and nourish the God in you. Oh, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another brand new episode of the She's God podcast. My name is Jen Torres, and I am the host of this show and a human design reader. For anybody who is new to this podcast, welcome. Thank you for being here. For anyone who has continued to listen, thank you so much for continuing to support the show. I also want to remind the listeners to, if you all have even a second in your day to pause this episode and give a review good or bad, I would love that. I am running off of the algorithm as these technologies work this way and am looking for more reviews. So if people are interested, if you guys are listening to this or you've listened to this uh, podcast several times in the past and you would like to do your girl a favor, (laughs) hook me up and definitely go ahead and leave a review. It could just be two words. It doesn't have to be anything, just real basic and just uh, that comment or review uh, to that section of the podcast, however you go about listening to it, whether it be through Apple, iTunes, or Spotify. Okay, so I want to jump right into this solo episode, which I want to have a little bit of fun with this. So I just ask everyone to have an open heart and open mind as I sort of jump into this conversation. So I want to talk about the fact that the majority of the people who listen to this podcast are spiritual in nature. So you all are healers, intuitives, readers, other human design readers, possibly all of the the beings out there who do the different things. Also, many people who listen to this podcast are uh, on the spiritual path, uh, whether that be through things like holistic healing or or just in the realm of self-mastery and wanting to be a better version of themselves and tapping into anything that they can to up-level in some way, shape, or form. And that could be through biohacking, uh, organic eating. It could be through anything. There's really, this podcast is about up-leveling and self-mastery through all of the ways, holistic eating, human design, all of it. So really um, what I want to do right now is I want to talk about energy and the fact that, of course, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure I don't need to explain to you the fact that we are energetic beings, right? We are human beings, yes, in this body, but we are unlimited eternal souls. So we have our own energetic vibration 
and our energy that is aligned with the ethers, God, source, universe, all that is, the angelic beings, our deities, our guides, all of it. So what I really want to talk about is the fact that yes, we are these energy beings and everything around us is energy. Uh, I did a podcast uh, earlier in the show's journey. I want to say it's within the it's within the first like dozen episodes. Um, and I did a podcast that's called Energetic Alignment in the Neutrino System. And it's like probably like one of my top ranked episodes. But really that episode is all about how we are energy. And I bring in the neutrino system into that podcast. Uh, and the reason why is because the neutrino system is talked a lot about uh, from Ra Uruhu, who is the founder of Human Design. And it's sort of the science-based explanation of human design. And just a brief overview of that uh, so that we can loop back into the bigger topic of this episode. And I'm just going to have a little segue here into the neutrino system, which is basically these tiny little particles, trillions of them that come down from the ethers and penetrate everything, even matter. So desks, you know, phones, everything around this in the neutrino system is going through all, everything that's on the planet. And so so in that way, that's how we become imprinted with things like our human design, for example, and things like our the our 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 astrology in terms of our what our rising sign in is in our midheaven and where our moon is on our astrological birth chart. So that's just a little um, explanation as to yes, we are all energy. It is proven literally through science that we are energy, and everything around us is energy, and we are these energy beings. So now I want to talk about the fact that the majority of people that listen to this podcast, like I was talking about, are people who are in spirituality or self-mastery. They're in that realm of understanding that, yes, we are these energy beings, so people are trying to get better in some way, shape, or form. So I wanted to uh, really talk about our power, right, and who we are and how we have the opportunity to live in this time and space. So the fact that I want to talk about energy and the the word hypochondriac came to mind, right? Because I want to talk about energetic hypochondriacs, which are just people who are afraid to go outside basically, because that's just an example of somebody who's afraid to do anything or go anywhere because energy or the energy of the place or the people or something like that. And I was kind of playing around with the title of this episode because I certainly don't want to offend anybody or anything like that. But the only thing that came to mind was energetic hypochondriac. And that's really speaking to people who are hypersensitive about their energy. And I just want to speak to this because I've been on the other side of it as well. So I feel like I've been able to experience both sides of this type of energy. So the first thing I want to talk about is when we when I say energy, I know everybody is aware of like what I mean by when I say energy. But when I say hypochondriac, what is that? So I looked up the original etymology and the definition of hypochondriac. And what came up is a person who is abnormally anxious about their health. So and of course, I'm talking about energetic hypochondriac. So I want to highlight and underscore that I'm not talking about health. I'm talking about energy. So people who are overly abnormally anxious about their energy and worried about the fact that they're being energetically attacked in some way, shape or form, or just super worried about energy and their energy field. And are they being energetically attacked? So before I, I really even start digging into this, I want to say that it is real. So I don't want to disregard it at all by saying that 
that energy attacks aren't real or any type of energetic bullying or anything like that isn't real. It's all real for sure. Um, But what I do want to say is that it is you ultimately have the power here. And what I really want to say too with this episode, because I'm trying to be sensitive to the fact that many people deal with this, is that I too had this happen. And so um, I'm going to tell just a quick little story here about the fact that I have deal with it, dealt with this before. And um, it's something that I actually struggled with um, at the beginning of my journey quite a bit. So really, uh, the way this all went down for me personally, uh, when I was experiencing this sort of hypersensitivity to, am I being energetically attacked? Um, or I can't handle the energy of the collective or something like that. I can't go anywhere because energy, right? So when I first, um, had my awakening at, back in 2018, I had something called the Kundalini awakening. So I've talked about that on this podcast before, but if you're not, if you don't know what that is, it's basically just like a really crazy epic awakening. Like it's very energetic in nature and it can really mess you up if you're not prepared for it or you don't really have any spiritual tools to navigate it. So at the time I had none. It was my introduction to my spiritual path was through this Kundalini awakening that I had. So it was like a shock to me from the core. I didn't have any spiritual tools. I just started meditating. I didn't have any kind of spiritual tribe or anybody that I was connected to in the spiritual world here on earth. I literally didn't have a spiritual life, let's say at all. It was literally just me having this awakening and like, holy shit, like, what am I supposed to do with this? So I went through a year, um, with a Kundalini coach, um, which taught me how to navigate and manage my energy. Um, I did some, uh, classes and courses with several energy coaches to and I learned how to create energy vortexes and protect my energy because at the time I couldn't even go into the store because I was just like so like hypersensitive and broken open from this um, activation, I'll call it. And so I kind of had to relearn life right in this way. So that's why I feel pretty qualified to speak on this topic because I've been on both sides of it. So I wanted my life back, basically. I wanted to be able to go anywhere, do anything, and not have to be feeling like overwhelmed by the energy of places. So I went through all of that. I was able to um, learn tools, great tools to be able to navigate this. And that really helped me out quite a lot. So fast forward several years later, and I have another introduction with this powerful energy of uh, this powerful lesson, I'll say, of not being able to navigate energy that's coming at me. Um, it, it was kind of a new level of like this crazy energetic experience that I had that shook me and kind of like threw me off for a while. So some of you may know I was at a retreat in Sedona um, about a year, over a year ago now. That was really, really bad. Um, one of the co-facilitators there was, she was like infiltrated. I don't know how else to say it. I mean, I don't even like using words like that or talking like that, but she was literally possessed and a bunch of people like ended up ha- leaving the retreat early. Everybody wanted their money back. Everybody had energetic wounding. It was like a whole thing. So I had serious energetic wounding from that retreat. And I will tell you that I did not 
think I'd ever be the same way again. I mean, I remember getting on the plane and I could just feel like pins and pokes and all kinds of stuff in my energetic field felt so uncomfortable. Like my, my, my physical body was hurting because of it. And I went through a whole bunch of things. Like I spent so much money doing Reiki. Um, I had this one guy that like lives in the middle of nowhere was highly recommended to do energy work on me. I paid him like $300 to clear my field. It worked for about a week. And then it was like back to still feeling like I had energetic wounding from this retreat. Long story short, this went on for about, I don't want, I want to say like almost a year where I was like dealing specifically with this one area on my body that felt like I had some sort of attachment or like some kind of some tether or something on me. And it was like, it would actually hurt, physically hurt my body. But when I tuned into it, I knew it was like of the dark and it was like not something good. And I knew it came from the retreat because I actually had this dark energy being come into my room when I was there. And I was like, oh, hell, like, no, thank you. Like, it was just like a whole experience. I won't get into it right now, but it was it was really scary, actually. So the reason why I'm telling you all this story is because I've been through some really terrible energetic experiences that live in your fucking nightmares, okay? This is kind of like the stuff you don't want to get introduced to on the spiritual path. This is the shit that like you pray to God you never have to experience. And like that was my experience there. And so I dealt with that. And so the this is why I'm bringing it full circle is because I still definitely live my life. You know, like I knew I had this energy thing happening. It felt like nobody could help me, but I was like, fuck it. I kept on, I kept moving on. I was like one foot in front of the other, kept going after my goals, doing all of the things that I wanted to do with this clear awareness that there was something in my field and I would not allow it to come in, but it would still be around, you know? And I'm like, no, like, but no. And I had to keep guard of myself. It felt like at all times. So the reason why I'm telling you all this story, like I mentioned, is because I just want you to know that I know. Like if you're somebody who is looking at this episode and thinking, oh my God, like I'm totally like that, but you don't get it. I just want you to know I get it. Like I know what it's like to feel shit in your work field, feel like you're being attacked by something and feeling like it's just too much to bear and you don't even know where to go or how to handle it because it's just messing with your head and it's just going down, you're going down a dark feeling, even if it's just for a day and you're just in a a sort of a mind, you're mind fucking yourself, right? We were like, oh my God, like I just can't get out of it because I just feel like I'm being energetically attacked. Okay, so now that I've laid that that down because I wanted you to know that I, I get you, I feel you, I understand you. I also want to say that as people who do the work that we do, sometimes people call us light workers, priestesses, um, witches, you know, shamans, whatever you go by, whatever it is that you are, we connect deeply with, we're connected deeply to our sensitivities and our sensitivities are what drives us. It's it's literally what drives the work that we do in the world, what guides us intuitively on our path. Our sensitivities, our ability to be sensitive to the world around us, the energy around us, not just on the physical plane, but also in the ethers is imperative to us being here. So it's like, Yes, we have to be sensitive people. This is literally who we are. This is why we're here to do the work that we're here to do is because we're sensitive people. It's how we shine. So in many cases, we rely on our ability 
our sensitive abilities to even make money and to be able to tap into people, do intuitive readings. I recently had on an Oracle priestess. So like, you know, just people who are healers, it's just a lot, many people, mediums, they rely on our even me personally being a human design reader, I also am a priestess as well. I rely on my intuitive capabilities in order to guide my spiritual path. So it's like my sensitivities are very important. I don't want to mask them in any way. I don't want to lower my vibration so I don't feel anything. Um, I want to completely be open with all of my sensitivities so I can so that I can continue to navigate my spiritual path in its highest energ- energetic expression. As we continue to ascend and grow and evolve, it's also important to remember that we are human beings. And I think that sometimes we forget that. We as spiritual people, we are so connected to our soul and our sensitivities and our guidance that we forget sometimes that we are human beings and throughout time, human beings have proven to withstand the most horrendous conditions on the planet. So I just want to bring us back to that. Like people who are listening to this podcast, if the world went to shit right now and we had to deal with some crazy effing things, you know, whether that be in the physical plane or not, I can guarantee you we would be able to do it. We would be able to put our heels in the ground and be like, and really hone in and tune into our our sacral and our root and these more primal energies and be like, okay, no, like this is crazy as hell. We're in this insane situation, but you better believe damn well, we're about to get out of it. And we're about to get out of the situation or figure it out. We, I highly doubt we're going to buckle and be in a corner and let ourselves die. Like, I really feel like sensitive people are the strongest people on the planet. And somehow along the way, our mentality has been warped to believe that we aren't as strong as human beings as we are sensitive people. So that's my point in in this podcast right here. That was right there. What I just said was my point and my reason in doing this podcast is because many people, I mean, there's uh, many waves of people who began waking up. Okay. Let's start to think about that. Um, the, there were many different ways we have our old hippies, right? I hate using that word, but at the same time, it's kind of cool. We have our old hippies that came through. We have that wave of people who woke up during 2011, 2012. We had another big wave of people who woke up in 2017, 18, and then more, you know, more of a mass awakening in 2020. So we've had these waves throughout time of people waking up to higher consciousness. And throughout that that ascension period, that evolution of us waking up, somewhere along that way, because many of us are so ingrained in becoming, you know, ascending, evolving, growing, becoming more tuned in and sensitive to our clairs, clairvoyance, clairaudience, all these different things, tapping into what is it that our purpose work is and all of this. Along that way, many of us, I feel personally, have forgotten our human power, our power to realize that we are in this, some people call it like a meat suit or whatever, but like a human body, which I feel is very protective in nature. I don't consider my body dense. 
I consider it my shield and it is protecting me against the outside world and my soul and my eternal light is within this shield that I'm carrying, that I'm walking in right now. My spine and my bones and my tissues and my skin and my skull and my hair and all of it is my protection. And that's how I look at it. I don't, I don't feel that it's a dense thing as in it's a bad thing. And I mean, certainly we have to take care of it, you know, in order to, it is our temple space, but it is more or less, it is our protection. One of in my opinion, um, one of the worst things we could do as spiritual people or people who are doing this work is to allow something that's in your energy field, like that attachment that I had after I had it for like almost a year, which by the way, let me, let me go back into that for one second here. That attachment, I paid all that money. Okay. For people to help me with that and to come in and do this thing. Guess what? I was the one who was able to get rid of it. Me. And I thought I need somebody outside of myself. I I need to like find who is it that's going to help me. You know, I can feel it on me, all this kind of stuff. When I actually went and created self-ceremony for myself in dedication to removing this being, to removing this entity from me, only then was I able to officially remove that fucking thing off of me. So I just wanted to say that, that after all that, I was the one that was like, finally one day I just created my self ceremony for myself, called in my deities and my guides and was like, and when I tuned into my mind's eye and the minute that I locked eyes with the the entity or the energy that was around me trying to, um, you know, distract me, that thing ran. Let me tell you that thing ran. It was gone. Like all, I just, it was like dust, like out of my existence, just from me bringing my awareness to it, it like completely diminished. So it, I just want to say that. And I just want to encourage people. Hopefully this story is like encouraging people to know that ultimately you have the power and nobody can take that from you. Okay. Like you are the ultimate person that has the power in your energy field to protect yourself, to know that you're all good and know that nothing that anybody tries to do can get into your field. And then towards the end of this episode, I'm going to throw in some um, additional maybe tips and tricks that you can use that have worked for me to help, you know, with, with anything that feels like it could be like negative energy around you and in your field. Okay. So now I want to talk about, um, yes, how once this energy gets into your field, the worst thing you can do is let it get into your head. That's where I was going with this is once it's in your field, there's that one moment of awareness, right? It's kind of like that intuitive knowing of like, okay, there's something like happening and I feel it. Okay. Now you're aware of it. Now I'm telling you right now with certainty, the worst thing that you can do is let that get into your mind. Because once you start thinking about it, actively thinking about it, and even worse, if you start talking about it with people, right? Because as we are speaking, we are casting spells. And if you start telling people that you feel that this is true for you and something's coming and it's getting you and all that holy shit, like shit's about to go down. Okay. And like, I would recommend journaling if you need to mind dump about some of these things, but it's just really important to mind your mind and say like, okay, no, like I, I, I do not consent 
to that reality. When something comes into my reality that doesn't belong, I literally say I do not consent. Like something weird kind of floats into my reality, a weird person or a weird thing. I'm like, I literally think like, what are you doing here? Like, that's strange. I do not consent to that person being in my reality. And they will disappear. They literally leave. They feel like they need to go. There is an emergency and they have to leave. So it's just about you knowing that you have the ultimate power and to remember that especially as you're navigating your path and just saying things like I do not consent I'm not available for this no thank you all of that kind of stuff standing in your inner authority and in your inner power is key with this sort of thinking and making sure that you are managing and navigating your mind because your energy is following your thoughts, right? So if you start to think about things in a panic-like way and start to really believe that like somebody's after you or something is controlling you or something like that, your energy is going to follow those thoughts and it's just going to more continue to manifest it into your reality. So this episode really is a reminder for your own human power. Because like I said, I mean, there's so much that humanity has gone through and that we have overcome in our lives. Even our ancestors, lineages before us who have gone through the worst shit ever. Okay, some of us have gone, our ancestors have gone through the horrible shit. And even summoning the energy of your benevolent ancestors who have gone through horrible things in their life and summoning their human power and mental power to overcome that very primal sacral root energy where it's like, no, I'm not available for this and I'm not going to cower in a corner just because I'm a light worker and be afraid that like some kind of energy is going to get the best of my day and all of that. Like, I feel like we're at a time of evolution on the planet right now where we really need to push past that. We really need to kind of power through and be like, no, like I'm done being a quiet little introvert where I'm going to hide in a corner and not talk to anybody more than anything right now. Right now, people need us. They need our gifts. They need us to be showing up offering all of the magic that we have, all of the cool things that we do in our daily lives that people don't even know about because they're not up on what we do. They, the world needs us right now. It's the reason why we're here. Like it's, it's literally the reason why we're here. It's not time to cower away and be afraid of the world and be hiding our gifts because we're afraid of being energetically attacked. Like don't get me going here because I'm about to really start going off. Like that's really one of the most frustrating things I see is when spiritual people do not show up. Because they're like, no, I'm just, I don't want to step on anybody's toes. Fuck that, everybody's toes. Fuck people's toes, okay? Like, this is about you. This is about your journey. This is about you shining super effing bright and stopping Stop with the bullshit, okay? With being afraid to come out of your shell, shine your light, and do and be what you know you came here to be. Because this is crazy. Like, some of the stuff I'm seeing, I'm like, what is happening? Like, no. You are amazing. You are here to be amazing. And you are amazing. You're ahead of the game. All the people who are on the spiritual path right now, you are light years ahead of the game. People need you. Even if you're not for sure what your purpose work is right now or what exactly you're supposed to be doing with your light work, just you, just knowing that your energy being here on the planet right now is next level. It is that you're allowing your physical body to hold light 
that is coming down from the celestial beings, from the energy of the um, ethers, and in order to anchor in a higher vibration for the collective. I mean, put that on somebody's fucking tombstone. Like, I can't, I can't even handle what we're doing right now. That's how excited I am about it. So I just am only saying this to empower people, to say like, hey, stop this with the worrying about what other people are thinking about what you're doing or what your spiritual work is or other people hating on you. Fuck other people, okay? Like, it is not about them. It's just about you shining your light so that other people can receive your medicine. It is why you are here. You are fucking amazing. You're brilliant. You're magical. You are something that the planet needs right now. And it's time to answer the call. So like I mentioned at the the beginning there, I do have some tips and tricks for this navigating this because like I said, I have been on the other side of it where I'm like afraid to do anything because I'm like, oh my God, like what if I, this person sends me bad energy or what if they're hating on me and I'm going to feel it or, or what if, you know, I say the wrong thing and then like I, you know, I don't know, get hung from the cross or whatever. There's all these like weird things that we think about. But what I really want to say here, I just want to offer a couple of tips, things that I use, and these might be things you guys use again already, and they're also going to be things that feel like no-brainers. So um, just go with the flow of what I'm saying here. The first thing is meditation. I say this all the time. If you're not meditating every day, like get on something. Like I know there's a bunch of cool apps nowadays where you can follow along with the meditation of the app. Please, number one thing is to meditate. It is essential. I feel like right now, the practices that we are doing are essential. It's like a (laughs) non-negotiable to have our spiritual practices every single day. It's a non-negotiable to meditate, you know, every single day for 10 to 20 minutes, close your eyes, tune into your essence and anchor in and call in your, call in your guides and connect to, uh, the higher vibrational energies of, uh, the ethers every single day. Uh, The second thing I wrote down is crystals. Crystals are actually very powerful, very helpful. As soon as you get one, um, set your intention to clear it and consecrate it for the highest good of your spiritual journey and activate it um, to the highest expression of the properties within the crystal. These, This is just like little things I do. And this is just shit I make up in my head, okay? You guys, like I literally will hold the crystal that I got from the, the crystal store and say like, you know, by the power of three, the Holy Trinity, I am clear this crystal for many previous energies. And I consecrate this crystal to the highest expression and the highest vibrational expression for my journey and to amplify the properties of this crystal in its highest uh, vibrational expression. So these are just little things that I do. Um, And I'll say that for my crystals. That way, when I'm using them, I know that they are ready to work, um, ready to do the work right along with me. They're little allies that you can count on. Nature. Nature is number three. Um, You have to get out in nature. Like if you're a spiritual person on the path of doing this work, I'm sure I don't even need to tell you, you know, nature is where it's at. It is our ultimate spa day is to just get out in nature, create a sacred fire, put your feet in the sand or in the ground or in the dirt, just get very quiet, listen to the birds, 
allow yourself to be in peace in nature. And that's extremely high vibrational. And that is going to help to clear your energetic field and um, keep you, your auric field in the highest expression. The next thing is salt showers. So I say this because I do not have a bath. <laughs> I have like a shower happening, but it's not a bath. It's like one of those walk-in showers. So I do salt showers. I literally layer myself with salt and then I will stand there for like five minutes and then I wash it off. Um, so that's something you can do. If you do have a bath, then absolutely do that salt bath. It's amazing for your auric field and your energetic body just to reset in that way and remove any energies that are not, um, in the favor, the favor of your highest good. The fifth thing that I wrote down here, um, is self ceremony. And like I mentioned, you are the most powerful being in your reality. So you are the most powerful being in your reality and you are the most powerful creator in your reality. So I just want to say that because we self ceremony is essential on your journey. It's cool to circle with your girls and get together and, you know, go to the weekend goddess retreat and all of that. But self ceremony, light those candles, clear your energetic field, call in the directions or whatever you like to do and call in the higher powers and sit in ceremony by yourself, create an intention for that ceremony. And that's what I did <laughs> when I finally got rid of that energy that wanted to be around me all the time. I, I literally just created self ceremony with the intention to rid any lower vibrational energies from my field that are not of the highest expression. And I'm the one that got rid of it. <laughs> I was like, no, thank you. Got rid of that shit through self-ceremony. So it's another thing that I recommend is definitely tuning into self-ceremony and allowing yourself to, to navigate this way. Um, so the sixth thing that I wrote down goes kind of along with number five. So I should have just made it all one thing, but I put to connect with your deities and guides. Um, so Really, that's just connecting with whoever it is that you feel close to. And that could even be a grandmother from the other side uh, or something like that. Or just like I mentioned, like a deity or even if you're just connected to God, um, but the God source universe, all that is, whatever you want to connect with, go ahead and connect to that energy and allow yourself to do that in self-ceremony. The last thing actually that I wrote down was just to ask the universe for help. So I feel like that's like an underlying thing that we don't do. Some people call it prayer. Um, and I just call it connecting and talking. Like I literally tune into my heart and I just say, okay, I need some help right now. <laughs> like, like, I don't know what to do about this. It's really bothering me. I know it's a block for me right now. Show me how to get out of this bring the right, perfect people into my life that are going to help me remove this energy from my field. That's going to help caress my auric field with love and with higher vibrations so that I am completely protected. If you have an issue with the mental side of this, um, you know, being an energetic hypochondriac where you're just like, Oh my God, Oh my God, like I'm being attacked every day, then that's a mental game. So it's, it's like about time to ask the universe, then I need help with help me to know the right, perfect tools, people, modalities, to systems to conquer this, to master this in some way, shape or form. And I promise you that you will overcome it. And I just want to say that I love everybody 
out there. Like, I know that's like people throw that word around, but for real, like people who listen to this podcast and people who are doing this work, you're a badass. You are my people and you have got, you've got this, like you have got this. That's the only reason why I'm making this episode is to encourage you. So I really hope that anybody who's listening to this is encouraged from this episode to know that they are so powerful and they have the ultimate control about what type of energies are coming into their life and onto their path. And nobody can get in the way of that. Nobody can even do it for you. You are the ultimate master. You are the wizard in your life. And you have what it takes to take back your power energetically and shift from this energy of being you know, something like abnormally anxious about your org field or your energy or where you're going to go or anything like that. And consciously choose to disconnect with your free will from any lower vibrational energies that are not in divine alignment from the, for the highest energetic path of your life. And that's something that I do all of the time. Even if I'm going into a really busy side of the city or something like that, I literally say that. I say with the power of my free will, I choose to disconnect from the lower vibrational energies of the collective at this time. It is done. That I literally will say that and I will make it my affirmation and I will walk anywhere and I feel completely fine. There are some times when I walk into spaces and I'm like, okay, this isn't my vibe. Like I don't vibe with this energy. It's just, it's not my thing to be here. And I leave. But in terms of it's stopping me from living my life or from putting my gifts out into the world. Hell no. And I think that is a time. It's now is the time for us to realize that, that it's like, no, like I'm not going to let this stop me from shining my light, from doing what it is that I'm here to do, from offering my gifts into the world, because I know that I'm more powerful than anything that can come into my life or my energy field to hurt me. So I really hope that this episode helps anybody out there who is dealing with this sort of thing. And if anything encourages you that you've got what it takes and you you have the ultimate energetic power to take back anything that's been taken from you in the past and to fully step into what it is that you're here to do. Sending you all so much love and I will see you on the next episode of the She's Got a Podcast. Thank you for listening to the She's a God podcast. Tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I would love to hear from you. Follow me on social media at This Is Jen Torres for all of the latest. And remember, she is a God, and so are you.